Oh! Oh, Beverly! 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 Clark, you sit right there. I'm calling for Beverly. Why don't you come over here? She's not coming. Sorry, Clark, uh, Beverly. I mean, Tristan. <laughs> Sorry, Tristan. Are, are you sm you smoking goat weed again? Oh, ever yo, you know, ever since uh, you know DG left behind this big stash, I've been going nuts on it. Big old bong rips, smoking them out here. Big old Amish doinks. Well, don't you see me over here pumping iron, and I'm about to fucking let the bar. Come on my neck, come help me be my spotter! Beverly was supposed to be, but she walked away! Whoa, well, I mean, she must have gotten an important call or something. I, She would never neglect her duties as a spotter. She was trained by Marty Harness. Who the fuck is Marty Harness? Oh, le legendary teacher, football coach, driving instructor, local drunkard. Come help me lift the bar! Oh, Preston, sorry, 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 here you go. You just lift that bar that easy? Well, Tristan, you don't have any weight on it. It's just 45 pounds. Yeah, well, I'm building up to it, Clark. You don't have to humiliate me. You could have acted like it was a little heavy to not, Well, like... it's relative. I mean, to you, you are, like, 45 pounds. And, you know, so, of course, it's heavy to you. It's your entire body weight. But to me, you know, Thumbelina's already up to 35 pounds. Yeah, he's fat as fuck. You guys need to put that kill on the diet. I know. For only two months old, he is morbidly obese. Yeah. He's got rolls on rolls on rolls. What are you feeding him? I have only been feeding him what they give me. Cheese sticks. Mozzarella cheese sticks. Oh, it seems like a good diet to me. That's what he likes. Yeah. Dinosaur-shaped chicken nuggets heated up in the microwave. That's what's wrong with that. I don't see anything wrong with that. Sliced up hot dogs with ketchup mixed into Kraft macaroni and cheese. That's what I had I had as a kid, and I'm only 45 pounds. I, I literally, Sister Carissa, I don't know. I mean, maybe you're not exercising him enough. Are you moving your legs enough? Hi. I have no... I have no response. Clark, that is... No. No. All you gotta do is move your legs, Carissa. Come on. Move them. Oh my god. I forgot. She's so lazy. She doesn't move her fucking legs. She's 70 years old. She thinks she doesn't have to walk anymore. Exactly. She can sit there and fucking... Beep at us on a computer all damn day, asking for God knows what, but she can't even move her fucking legs to exercise a baby who is in her care, who is literally, at this point, nearly her. You have completely changed your attitude towards me since we broke up. I mean, one could say once I started my gains, I didn't need you, Carissa. Once you start making muscle gains, Marty Harness told us, you know, anybody else will hold you back. Sorry, sorry, Carissa. Especially somebody who clearly doesn't take uh, personal physical fitness as important. No, she doesn't. Look how saggy she is. Like, tighten up that skin, Carissa. All you gotta do is, like, do the things on 600-pound life where they just kind of circle their arms and lose, like, 50 pounds in two weeks doing that. But they're still too lazy to fucking do that. I have been paralyzed from the neck down since my debilitating stroke in episode 109. Well, I mean, yeah, the stroke happened, um, but I feel like at some point you could have went out of your way to find a doctor to, like, do something with it. You just accepted the disability. Once you got in that chair, that was the worst day of your damn decision you ever made, Carissa. You accepted your disability, and now you'll never walk again. Exactly. You know, my brother Bill, they told him he'd never run again. They told him that his knees were not there when he was born, and you know what he did? He told them there's no way, Doc. You're wrong, Doc. I'm gonna do it. Dude runs a marathon 
every day. Every day, see? Every single day runs the full 26. You know how many stickers he has on his car at this point? Probably so many he can't even see through the rear window. He looks like a damn NASCAR driver, so what's your excuse, Carissa? Anything can happen in this damn universe, and you're just sitting there making excuses. I don't know what to say. I guess I will try harder and see if Dr. Xavier has some sort of physical therapy for the paralyzed. Yeah, well, try harder. <laughs> Dr. Xavier, <laughs> yeah, right, I can't believe you even still go to him. Who are you going to? Oh, uh, you don't go? You, you still go to Dr. Xavier, too? I just, ever since the way, the way he acted in Big Brother, I mean, people are just embarrassed. We got the new doctor downtown. Why wasn't I told this? I thought everybody knew. He's been taking me in. Not even bi-weekly, not even weekly, two times a week, however you say that. <laughs> He's checking my asshole for lumps and, you know, make sure I'm not straining it too much. Well, honestly, Tristan, that's probably because all of the customers are now going over to this new hot lady doctor. So is that why he upped my copay? Uh, probably, and why he makes you come in multiple times a week, because you're one of his only last retarded customers, you and Carissa. I did not know about the doctor either. Did she advertise in the yellow pages? Oh, what makes you think she's a woman? That is what Clark said. Tristan, classic pinpoint deal, never listening. Okay, you two, no need to start getting into your fucking, you know, all your problems. I just don't think that a woman could do the job as a doctor the way a man could do the job as a doctor. Not because of any brain thing, this isn't Borat, this isn't anything like that, it's just that if a... If somebody's gonna touch my asshole, I want it to be a man, otherwise a woman might catch feelings. Well, but honestly, Tristan, you would think you would want it to be the other way, because that's gay. What you just said, what you just described is gay. And what's wrong with being gay, Clark? Well, nothing but wrong with being gay, No, it's no, just... no, no, tell me! Why would I want it the other way? Am I afraid to be- Is your masculinity so fragile that the idea of going to a doctor who sticks his entire fist up your asshole up to the elbow is gay to you? It's a medical procedure. It is, but, you know, I don't know. He's kind of been called into question, you know. Sure, he's done some cool things, but he's also kind of a pervert and a little baby we saw in Big Brother. You know, you want to yeah, go a to a little, little perverted boy. baby's doctor's office? <laughs> I mean, when you put a is the is she hot? Oh, the new doctor? Oh, yeah, she's hot. Hot, hot, hot. Oh. Hot, hot, hot. Big old titties. I gotta go make a call. She's in the white pages. Okay. Under, uh, last name came inside, first name have got. Dr. Have got came inside. Dr. Have got. What kind of name is have got? She's Indian. But don't worry, though. If she's played by somebody who's not Indian, she doesn't sound Indian. That's, like, just what part of it is. She's Shut just, the fuck she... Up, like I'm on the phone! Hello? Oh, I can hear you breathing. Hello? Sorry, it's my first day on the job. Jesus Christ. Is this the marble? Jesus Christ. Hello? Is this the Yeah, what's going on? What is this? Did I get the wrong number or something? No. I thought I was calling Have Got Came Inside. Sorry. Dr. Have Got Came Inside. Sister Marble, uh, uh, can you get me into an appointment? Like, mm. what do you mean? What do you mean? Mm? Well, it's just that we got a lot of long customers 
So you're gonna tell me if I tell Dr. Have Got Came Inside that it's your first day on the damn job and you're already turning away potential new clients? How's that gonna reflect on you, Sister Marble? Put me in. No, put me in tomorrow. I don't want to go back to Dr. Xavier another day. Well, you don't have to fuck. I mean, you don't gotta go to Dr. Xavier. I mean, if you just wait. You're acting like you need to get in today. Just wait. I mean, shit. Dr. Xavier told me that my anus needs to be prolapsed two times a week, Sister Marble. I missed my appointment on Monday. Today is Wednesday. How am I going to get another two in? Okay, now that sounds like okay. Well, when you put it like that, that does sound like an emergency. Okay, hang on. Jesus Christ, that's marble. Okay, Tristan, yeah, you come in at 3.30. Today? Yeah, 3.30 today, and at 15 minutes from now, that work for you? Um, I live 20 minutes away. Well, if you're late more than 5 minutes, we do charge you $15, okay? Okay, bye. See you at Dr. Kevin's house. Oh my God, it's going to be so fun. Will you turn me on to cool all day? Clark, come on. You got to give me a ride, the doctor. Sister Marble, she, I don't. I don't know if you heard it. Oh, yeah, I heard it. 15, I'm yeah. putting in the pit stop for the cool latte. You want one? Does, you think we could go to the cool latte and still be there within 15 minutes? I'll give you $15. It'll be all right. Okay. Hmm, well, it seems here that uh, you've got a prolapsed anus that needs to be tucked in. <laughs> yeah, ever, here's what Dr. Xavier's been doing. I asked him the facts over the records. I don't know if he's done it yet. Oh, yeah, I've got your records, Tristan. Yeah, two <laughs> times a week. One day I come in, he prolapses it. It hangs mm. out for a little bit. The next time I come in, he puts it back. Yeah, okay. So tell me what state it's in right now. <laughs> oh, it's it's red and it's irritated and mm. needs to be put back in. So to put it gently, you might need a little pegging. <laughs> Well, normally I would say yes to that, but no, this is a medical procedure. What kind of doctor would say that word in a medical procedure? Dr. Xavier would never do that. Well, it's, you know, it's not like I'm doing anything below or above the board, you know. I'm just, I'm simply referring to it like that. It's like a pegging, but it's me reinserting your anus uh, forcefully. <laughs> it's been happening all over the island. Yeah, uh, doctor? Mm-hmm. Doctor came inside. I've got came inside. Mm. Okay, well, I'm looking at your, your degree on the wall over there, mm. and it says you went to ITT Tech. <laughs> yes. Never heard of that medical school. ITT Technical Institute. Great school. <laughs> they really do teach you how to put an ass back in. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Dristan. I mean, she's look. her titties say she's got good doctor to me. <laughs> what are you doing? I didn't know you were here the whole time. You about to watch this? I've just been standing here watching her titties the whole time, Tristan. Sorry. I mean, don't worry. Your patient doctor confidentiality has not been broken because those titties, all my attention. All right. Well, go ahead and try to put it back in for me. Show me what you got. <laughs> okay, Tristan. Now, this might hurt a little bit. Okay. Oh. Now, don't worry about farting. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh my god. Oh my god, you're giving it to me. <laughs> Fucking doc. Fucking came inside. And at the end of the procedure, I like to squirt a little artificial semen in the hole. 
Oh. 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 That was really cool. I really like that you did the procedure with your top off too, doctor. <laughs> that was for you, Clark. Do I give you a tip after that? No, just just stop going to Dr. Xavier. Yeah, you got my business. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> Thank you, I'm gonna go now. <laughs> Does Clark get a referral bonus? <laughs> Clark knows what he gets for his referral. Oh, fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> what, do what do you get? What do you get? Tell me. Hand job. Are you serious? Yeah, she'll come to my office later and give me a hand job. It's really cool. Huh. Alrighty. I'm almost done censoring. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm up to the... I'm up to, like, episode 58, I think, but it's a huge hurdle because it's the last New Year's Eve special, so oh, it's, like, three and fuck. a half hours long. Yeah. But um, while I've been censoring, I've been updating the wiki, and officially I now have every appearance of Clark's, you know, or slash already. Every appearance? Every appearance. How many episodes do you think he has appeared in? In... In the 60 that you've done? No, in all 150, well, three episodes, but not including episode 153. <laughs> I would have to say 152. It is 123, actually. What? Yeah, because there were times where Artie, like when he was in prison, he was gone for probably four episodes, you know what I mean? And then there was a time where Agnes was the only announcer that we had for like another four episodes, and then Artie when he was banished as Clark, you know? So there were a few times where Clark's been gone. Huh. But uh, Brenda slash Sister No is up to, and I mean, taking into account that she didn't even get introduced until episode 27. Yeah. She has already done 87 episodes. Damn. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Well, Clark just got it's another one. Crazy. Sister No didn't. I know, right? And I've been thinking a lot about, as I've been doing this, and Tristan actually holds a record of all the characters, you know, just these are the weird things I think about as I've been doing it. But Tristan holds the record for most consecutive appearances directly after his initial appearance. Really? Yeah, so from his first episode in Dinner at Beverly's, episode 93, <laughs> he is in every single episode between episode 93 and episode 108. Damn! Every, yeah, every single episode, yeah. So it's like 16 episodes, yeah. He was a breakout star. Oh, yeah. And so, like, some people, even Sister No, even, you know, Brenda, she's in episode 27, and then she doesn't come back until, like, episode 30. So, like, even somebody who's, the like, a main character. That's weird. She doesn't even come back in the very next episode. But Tristan immediately broke, <laughs> you know, immediately created a really great record there, 16 episodes. Damn, that's gonna be hard to beat. Brandon was coming close. He he was in ten back to back episodes, and then there was then we didn't do Brandon. So he was coming <laughs> close, but I was keeping track of it. <laughs> I wonder what Brandon's up to with Brandonopolis. <laughs> I know it's clearly not going well for Sister Marble because she keeps taking all <laughs> these odd jobs. What if she's funding all the things like that he's doing oh. in Brandonopolis? I'm working 60, 80, 120 hours a week. <laughs> Sister Rumble, I told you you don't have to be doing that, but at the same time, if we want to put a slide right at Town Hall, we got, like, coming from the clock tower, we need money. We don't need a slide from coming from the clock tower! Wouldn't it be fun? <laughs> oh my god. I'll put it on Brampton for you so you can get a little jumping marble action. <laughs> you know I'm trying to qualify for the Sam Marble Olympics. <laughs> Sister, Sister Marble. <laughs> 
I wish we had the clout to like cross over with Jelly and like, right? <laughs> you know, Sister Marble. You know, be in the Marble Olympics or the Sand Marble Tourney. I would love to hear her like post race speeches and shit, like the oh, press yeah. conferences beforehand. Oh, yeah. like, I'm gonna kick them Marbles' asses, <laughs> and the crowd's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> hey, Ruby, what is that? It's Ruby wheezing. Oh goodness, it sounded like a phone vibrating. Girl, girl, it's okay. She had a little doggy cold last week. She's getting over it. Poor thing. I hope that poor thing is better. Oh, she's good. Just dogs like that wheeze like that. It's a re- it's a reverse sneeze. Yeah, Bella and Willow do that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh Small little dogs. You are so cute. You are so cute. Oh my god, she's coming over here. I'm so happy. <laughs> she's wheezing all the I way. I can't over. wait to meet the young lady. I can't believe you didn't. You haven't met her yet. I know. I haven't been home since December. I don't remember when you got her, but it must have been after December. It was January. Sweet girl. Same with Kelly. I mean, you, or not Kelly, Rose. Uh-huh. We haven't gotten to meet Rose yet, because uh-uh. that was when we got her. That's all gonna change. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> I even want to see Ruby play with Bella and Willow. She might be afraid of them. Oh, yeah. She's just afraid of dogs for some reason. Well, Willow's a lot... Bella's more aggressive, apparently, but Willow is so sweet. I mean, obviously she wrestles, too, but, you know, it's possible that she would be afraid of her. She might be even afraid of Fran. Do you think she'd be afraid of Fran? Oh, absolutely. Just because she's so big? Yes. Poor girl. Ruby really just gets along with cats. I think she thinks she is a cat. <laughs> yeah. Like, genuinely. Dogs like that, really. I mean, yeah. And because she lives with a cat, not any other dogs. Yep. Does she even does she interact with other dogs at all? Abigail has her mom's dog now, so she hangs out with him. But she's he's just a dachshund. Ah, uh, you don't take. Do you ever take her to like the dog park or anything like that to try to get her no, around she's other been. ones? She's been around plenty of dogs, but she just always gets like really submissive and scared around them. I see. It's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I just hate going to the dog park because I don't like having to talk to other people. I don't like, it. and it's like you feel like you have to talk to them because there's only one other fucking person in the dog park, and then, right, and then your dogs are playing together, and it's just like, oh, aren't so they, how's it going? Aren't they sweet? Don't talk to me. There was a man once, and I mean, it was. I mean, it was probably dur- it was in 2020. But this man, it was definitely after the election, though, so maybe even 2021. And this man is at the dog park wearing a Hillary for Prison t-shirt. I can't remember what we were wearing. I think Taylor was wearing a uh, Los Poyos Hermanos shirt from Breaking Bad. And the guy with the Hillary shirt goes, I like your shirt. And we were just like, thank you. Like, we couldn't say the same to him. No. It's the, why are you wearing that, though? In, I mean, it wasn't 2016. It was easily four years later, at least. They still care Definitely. about it. They yeah, really still care about cringe. it. It is cringe as shit. Any sort, of, any sort of political thing like that I find very cringe these days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me too. I can't stand it. Everything makes you want to die, me at least. And, I mean, it's sad because, you know, I, even, when, even when my parents were here, you know, that's when they announced the actual you know actually roe v wade has been overturned and that's something i would just never even bring up no you know what i mean and i haven't brought reason, it up at all to anybody yeah and for some reason Allie's like did you see they overturned roe v wade while we're in the car with mom and will and oh. I'm like, oh god please kill me <laughs> please end my life 
<laughs> I just, I was like, no, 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 no. And just having to hear what mom said and then having to fight that urge to not participate and then ultimately having to participate because, you know. It's the better of you. Just instantly, I was just like, well, it's Donald Trump's fault. And I like felt like a libtard for saying it. But like, I mean, it's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> it's the truth. I think, Abigail, we had a, last Friday we had dinner at Texas Roadhouse with, like, all of Abigail's family. There was, like, 14 of us total. And mm -hmm. uh, one of Abigail's cousins had probably, I think, the fucking, like, worst, stupidest opinion on it. And I was just oh, so God. dead inside as soon as she brought it up. So it's like, we're going out to dinner because one of her cousins, it was his birthday. Mm -hmm. But, like, we hardly ever talked to him the whole time. But, like, this side of the family is, like trashy as all living hell that like we're dealing with in this situation <laughs> but their son harley who is cool he's around our age just a little younger he's like 20 maybe oh but his mom was just like he said something about oh you hear they overturn roe v wade and he's back from like military right now like he's oh, just God. like back for like two weeks she's like i think it's wrong because it's murder and i think murder's wrong mm. and he decide he's just like really mom really and hmm. I was really happy about it because he's like calling her out. He's like, so you want people to like, you want these fucking people to just go die? You want, you like, you want to adopt these fucking babies? Like get off in her face. Mm. And she's just like, I don't know. She's like, oh. she's like, my mom thinks that. Uh, that was uh, why. Like she thought that. My mom thinks that. And then that. he's like, no, she doesn't. How old? No, she doesn't. No, she's probably 40. That's what I was picturing. Yeah, that's cringe. My mom says that. Oh, dude. The, like, it's just like. She was just, like, kind of of, like, the... I would compare, like, his parents to sort of, like, a Judy and Clara sort of, like, uh, level of, like, mental fitness. Gotcha. So hardly any. Yeah, they just kind of <laughs> regurgitate information they hear. Yeah. It was gotcha. just so dumb. Oh, I just could not stand it. Like, I have not participated in any discussions about this. No, no, Ma no. Just slight little things with Abigail. Like, Abigail told me the other day, she's like, I am so fucking sick and tired of every time I log into Facebook, all I see are people mm -hmm. just bitching and bitching. She's like, mm -hmm. go do something about it. Like, just stop. What the fuck are you doing by bitching? Just go do something. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's hard. You know, obviously, like, I disagree with the decision. Oh, yeah, wholeheartedly. Full, wholeheartedly. And, uh, you know, it's hard to really be, uh, it, it's hard to be in the position where, you know, I, uh, th I, we knew this was coming. I mean, in, uh, 2016, I literally in the car that day when this came up, I was like, I cried that night and I was literally like, gay marriage is done. Abortion is gone. You know what I'm mm -hmm. like? We are ruined. And that's, I knew it from, so like almost it was kind of like, yeah, when it happened, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. it's a pretty yeah. logical step to get to where we're at. By the time they were getting uh, Amy Coney Barrett nominated, I was literally, I remember having the conversation with Nicholas and Hannah, and they were like, well, it wouldn't, it would be really hard for them to do it. And I was like, literally, all it takes is a case to make it to the Supreme Court and them to deny it. And that's exactly what happened. Yep. Like, I mean, literally exactly what happened. Anyway, the good news is that day when it came up, luckily, Mom and Will were both against the decision, but... Good. Will said, well, they'll, he, Will said, the Supreme Court will overturn it, because I think he thought Congress struck down Roe v. Ways. He, I was just like, they're the... I literally... That was when my silence finally broke. He's like, they'll overturn it. The Supreme Court will overturn it. I went, they're the ones who are doing it, brother. <laughs> Right. Oh, it was just ridiculous. It's crazy yeah. how like their entire system works off of precedence, and they just ignored like 
all the precedents that's yeah. been set since it's happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only yeah, it's dark times. Dark times. It really is. Politics. Yeah. Fuck politics. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hello and welcome to Motay. <laughs> we are back after a short midsummer hiatus. How's your uh, How's your summer been going, brother? Oh, dude. I've been busy as fuck, but it's honestly been a really good summer. Yeah, it's been a it's been a hectic one. It's certainly been a hot as fuck one down here. Yeah, it's been hot as fuck here too. Honestly, between the time that we recorded the last episode and today, I mean, it's not that long. It's technically, I think, I think our last Skype was June thirteenth. So I mean, technically, it's a little over two weeks. It doesn't feel that long, honestly. No, it doesn't. In that time, it feels like I went through a million different things i mean it seems insane how much uh has transpired this summer already and how many emotions i've gone through and just thankfully to be here today and having a little more closure on some of these (laughs) some of those emotions so maybe it's a good thing that we had a little break there to cleanse and get Uh through some things What's been well? What's been going on? Well, I mean, the, of, of course, you know, we had a bunch of visitors over the course of the last uh, since the last time we recorded. The first being Taylor's little sister, Kenley. Mm-hmm. You know, and I kind of explained a little bit, like because she's, you know, she's twelve, and you know, in order to fly unaccompanied, you have to be sixteen, and uh, they didn't want to. She's also kind of. You know, they could do the, you know, where you get, like, I've done it before when I was 16. I was, like, 15 and a half when I flew to Sag Harbor. And I had somebody, like, a flight attendant that had to, like, watch me the whole time and, like, sit beside me and all this stuff. They didn't want to do that because they, you know, they kind of thought she was too young for that. After spending the week with her, I kind of tend to agree. (laughs) Acts like a 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. But the main thing was that, so then they had, to, they flew Taylor back to Ohio to pick her up and then flew them both back to Savannah. And then she was here for about a week. And it was fun. I mean, we did, you know, the normal touristy stuff that you do when people are here, you know. But the main, you know, we went to Tybee one day and had dinner out there. Um, some of which, you know, there was something that happened at the restaurant that I've worked into my next audio tale that I've started writing (laughs) because we were there and like, they had so many reservations that they were like, yeah, we'll seat you, but you have to leave by, they like gave us a time that we had to leave by Like you should just make that happen. You don't tell people, you don't like literally every person that came in after us, they gave a time limit on how long they could eat there. That's, like, not how you run a restaurant. It was awful. Well, yeah, I mean, I would hope that they would also get the food out in time, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, you do that. You right. know what I mean? Like, like we'll don't eat our tell meal. Them. Yeah, exactly. I'll eat it as fast as you bring it to me. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be here any longer. Um, but the one, the big thing that she was so excited to do, and that was the main, you know, kind of event that we did while she was here was to go to the Pounce Cat Cafe. I mean, are you familiar with the idea of a cat cafe? Oh yeah, that's where Abigail got her cat. Yeah, I mean, I it's it was it was neat. Yeah, I mean, a little cafe with a little cat area. Yeah, exactly. They're nothing, like, they're nothing special. No, not at all, not at all. But this it's one, it's weird that that's what she's excited for. I I know. Well, I think because there's not. I don't know if there's any around there in Ohio, but it, oh yeah, there's plenty. Oh well, maybe she just I don't know in Columbus at least. This was where she was excited to go, and you had to make reservations to go into this place. You couldn't just walk in. And it's actually $15 a person what? just to go in and, like, play with these That's cats. That's ridiculous. Now, that includes, like, you know, you can have, like, a cup of coffee or, like, I had a can of Coke. 
Oh, okay, okay. But it's still like you know, you to to play with the cats for an hour. It's kind of like the places at the mall that started charging money to play with the cats during you know yeah, the I mean? dogs play and with the like dogs. give us three dollars mm-hmm. so you can yeah exactly you, you like can then play dog. with the dog. Stupid. Um, but I guess I get it because people just go in there to ha- do that for fun. I guess, but you know, whatever. But the main purpose of the whole thing is to adopt cats. So you know, it's nice to hear that that's where. Abigail got her cat. That's where she got Faye? Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. What's, oh, she's been such a sweet girl, yep. Was her name already Faye when you when they adopted her from there? No, it was Bridget. <laughs> Ew! Right. <laughs> Ew! Abigail immediately <laughs> renamed her. Faye is such a more beautiful name. Oh, yeah. Bridget? Ew. Yeah, it really fits her, too, because she's such an elegant, like... Yeah, literally. She's kind of like a suave little cat, just, like, really plays it cool. To me, if that cat was named Bridget, I would only refer to it as Bridget West. I mean, <laughs> Bridget West here! <laughs> Why is that? Why am I drawing a blank with that? Angry Grandpa Michael's, oh, uh, Michael's okay, girlfriend, okay. Bridget West. Oh Bridget West God. here! Anyway, so the whole purpose of the cat cafe is clearly to like adopt these cats that you know don't have any any home. And uh, so, unfortunately, the whole hour that we were there was dominated by... What I'm sure happens all the time here. This young, you know, Gen Z girl, you know, maybe, if I'm being generous, maybe 14, 15 years old. So, you know, typical, like, Billie Eilish looking girl, <laughs> okay, you know, okay. oversized, like, moon t-shirt, you know, okay, and, okay. like, short legging, like, short bike shorts, that you know, with combat boots. and. I see this completely red and black like red like dyed red hair but like that was dyed two months ago and it's like billy eilish style like streaks through her hair you know and she desperately desperately wanted to adopt peach mango the cat of the week the cat of the month or whatever she was a big there was this older black cat named peach mango i think it was like two years old and she wanted to adopt it so bad and her big 45 year old morbidly obese unlovable mother <laughs> is sitting there in the corner <laughs> such a mean description a of her. <laughs> was sitting in the chair really egging her on she wanted this cat too you know like it wasn't you know, obviously the girl wanted the cat, but the mom wanted the cat too. I mean, clearly they're cat people or they wouldn't be here at all. So this whole time, the mom is like, anytime the workers come into the room, the mom is like asking questions about the adoption process, being like, so do you, they apparently they live in Sarasota, Florida. They're like, would, you know, do you do, do you only do local adoptions or could we, you know, is Sarasota, Florida too far? And he's like, no, that's close enough. Like we would accept that. And because typically the answer is yes, they only do local adoptions. But, you know, she goes on this whole thing and then they're talking about how to ask dad for permission to get the cat. Now, this is all happening. Like, I mean, it's a small little room. There's like a whole there's probably like 10 people in this whole group, including me, Taylor and Kenley. And then those two. So there's like five other people in here and it's not that big. And most of the cats are asleep, so they're, like, really hogging the time with the awake cats that uh-huh. are, like, right here. And they're having this whole blown-out conversation. Well, you just text Dad, and you tell him, you know, that you know it's a big responsibility, and you promise you're going to take care of it. That's funny. The cats are not a big responsibility. I know. Literally They're not, the yeah. least maintenance. Yeah. It's, like, the worst part is cleaning up the, the litter. I mean, if they're litter trained... And it's not even that bad. <laughs> Yeah, if they're litter trained, that and then it's like the next thing would be like, 
you know, obviously my cats have destroyed my couch. I mean, they've yeah. torn up the edges of it. So, I mean, there are things to consider, but I don't even know how you stop a cat from doing that without declawing them. They have spray that you can, uh, that's what Abigail does. Just spray, spray it on the stuff or spray them? Yeah, with, you just spray it on the furniture. Oh, okay. And then it's like a deterrent. And they don't want to scratch it. I thought, because I'm like, I've tried spraying them with water, but they don't <laughs> mind it. They <laughs> But anyway, so she's like, she'll come back, and then she comes back like five minutes later, and she's like, he said no, you know, and she's like completely devastated. And mom's like, okay, well, you know, let's try this. And they try a different tactic, and the answer's still no. She's like, well, go out there, and you call him, and you show him a picture of the cat, and you call him, and you tell him, and you tell him this and tell him that. She comes back in for the final time. The answer is absolutely no. By this time, the mom has texted the dad and has also gotten a no. And she's like, what am I supposed to say, honey? Like, you know, he's my husband. I have to, you know, I have to agree with him, too. You know, and the mom's like, well, the daughter's like, I know you want the cat, too. It's just this whole, like, dramatic That's heartbreaking. process. Oh, it was so sad. I'm sure it happens all the time. Every time you take a kid in there, you know they're going to want to adopt one of the cats. I mean, you Right, why even take them? Literally. So she ends up, you know, finally accepting that she's not going to get the cat, but they literally talk about it from the moment we got in there until the moment we left. And I mean, she, they were going on and on about it to the point where like when we left, I mean, at first I was like really enjoying it. Cause I knew I was going to tell the story on the podcast. I'm like, I have something to talk about finally, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Something to, an experience to share. But then as it kept going on and on, I'm like, Jesus Christ, like this woman is egging this young girl on like she needs to. She should have said at the second, obviously, the dad's not going to do it, but she didn't want the girl to be mad at her. So she wanted to be like the cool parent. like Yeah, exactly. The dad. At one point, she read quote unquote, she read a message that she sent to her husband and she's like, I said, you can deal with her because now that you've put her in this mood, I'm not dealing with her anymore. So that's on you like trying to guilt him into saying like okay we'll get the cat she's like here's what you need to do you need to make a chart and every day that you clean out the litter box of the cat at home you put a sticker on it and when you get a certain amount of stickers you go up to him and say dad look without asking i took out the litter this many times i'm like shut the fuck up i'm like it's literally driving me insane i'm like shut the fuck up up by the time we left i literally i'm like shoving my way through the next group that's getting ready to come in the cat cafe i was like full-on hannah and nicholas after the purge three up and out i mean up and out (laughs) you remember how much that like offended we were like really enjoyed the movie and they hated it and as soon as it ended the purge three was that the one the election yeah that one was great and the second it ended they hated it and they stood up and bolted out of the theater and were like <laughs> you me and jt come out like five minutes later and we're like what's wrong and they're like that was so stupid <laughs> i'm like i i still think it's the best one mm, i feel like they i think they're kind of like the saw movies in the way like they kind of like get better i agree but that that one was really good i was surprised by how good that one was I really liked the uh, drama of, like, we need to keep this lady alive because she's the one who's going to change it. You know uh-huh. what I mean? I liked the everybody wanted to kill that lady. She had every, you know. A lot of, a lot of suspense. Yeah, exactly. And I liked the con- the continuity of bringing back that guy from the second movie as, like, the main character, as her, like, bodyguard. It was just cool. Also, this summer, you know, uh, I, uh, I started watching, and this kind of harkens back to a discussion we had in 
episode 128, I think. <laughs> Iggy Azalea's lumpy ass. Yes. And we talked about how much we hated certain celebrities. And one person that got mentioned was Bill Hader. Yes, I do not like him. <sighs> and I agreed at the time, and you know, I really still do, but... Uh, uh, since then, oh, I took a, I took a leap of faith and I tried to watch Barry again, the series that he's in on HBO. Gotta say, after completing the series, the young man brought me to tears multiple times in the show. Oh, he's a good actor. I'm blown away by the uh, the the performance that the young man is able to give, and the and he's actually really hands on with like the writing and creation of the show and the directing. In fact, season four, he will actually be directing all eight episodes of the of the series. So honestly, I mean, my my tune has changed. I think the young man is. Uh, at least in certain things, he he can he can he can do it. He can do it with the best of them. Really? Oh yeah, dude. I mean, this, the conceit is basically. I don't know if you've heard anything about the show. I don't know anything about it. But the conceit is that Bear, uh, Bill Hader plays Barry, who is a former Marine who comes home from the war and becomes a hitman. And in the first episode, the pilot is that he's contacted to kill this guy who is sleeping with uh, a mobster's wife and when he starts following the guy to like get intel on him he stumbles into an acting class and decides that because he's in LA stumbles into an acting class and decides that he wants because of course everything has to be about Hollywood as you know right uh, that's my biggest <laughs> pet peeve about fucking shows and movies literally yeah and uh, but honestly it uh, it really does rely more on the on the hitman stuff for the you know for the drama and the and the in the story, but really, and you know, the first time I tried it, I couldn't get through the first episode, but whatever reason, this viewing was so much more uh, impactful. And actually now already, just from the time that we recorded the last episode to now, I have watched the series three times all the way through. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, it's only 24, like 30 minute episodes. So that's not that long. You wa- why'd you watch it three times? It's so good. Really? And th- this is there reasons to watch it three times? Like, you miss things? Well, n- yeah, I mean, I am getting a lot more out of it, and I'm seeing a lot more, you know, stuff like that. But also, it's just, you know, I didn't really have anything else to watch. It was, like, it was such a fun show to watch, and so, like, oh, you know, I'm excited to see what happens next, that once it was gone, I was like, well, fuck. Damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, well, shit. And I'm telling you, dude, he's won two Emmys already for the show. And the one episode in season two that he won the Emmy for, like, literally brought me to tears. And I looked it up. I'm like, if he didn't win an Emmy for that, they're rigged. And the young man won an Emmy for it. (laughs) It's like one of the only times they're getting it right. So, I mean, I got to say, you know, in my notes, I just wrote down Bill Hader defense. I, you know, (laughs) I think I've stood up for him now. You know, I think he needs a little bit of defense. You know, that I highly recommend the show. Yeah, definitely can't. Well, uh, I don't doubt that he's a good actor. I mean, I've seen him act. He's pretty good. I don't think he's funny. No, yeah. Even in the slightest. Yeah, well, here's what's interesting. You know, apparently the young man hated being on SNL. Oh, I don't doubt it. Most people do. Had terrible anxiety, and, you know, people were like, oh, he's so good about it. But the, And, like, that's, like, part of the... You know, he funneled that into like Barry being a, you know, he, Barry's very, uh, doesn't want to be a killer. You know what I mean? He's, you know, it doesn't, you know, Bill Hader doesn't want to be a successful comedian, so to speak. You know, I don't know, but I, 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 at least in this one scenario, I will say the young man has honestly done some brilliant work. 
Damn, okay. Now, overall, that's really the only thing I can say that I like him in, though. So, he, you know, maybe the next thing he does I won't be as uh, as proud of. But Honest to God, if it's on HBO, I just assume it's really fucking good. HBO, yeah, they are the yeah. best... I want to say streaming platform, but I guess like producers of anything, like it's just right, you exactly. know it's quality. And then because of the fact that they that HBO is the best production company, their streaming service by default yeah. becomes the best because that's where the best yeah, content it's just is. Like prestige, it's just like oh, yeah. it's on HBO. You don't have to say anything else. That's it. I'm so blessed that Stephanie pays for our oh, HBO access. What a, what a fucking blessing for her. What a what a blessing from Stephanie. And so then the other, I guess I'll I'll dump this other content piece while we're talking about content. They uh, recently re-added Hotel Hell to Hulu, and Taylor hadn't seen any of it, so we also rewatched that. Oh, that's, that's been exciting. Probably for like a month or so. But here's the thing: it 100% holds up. 100% really? holds up so fucking funny so good but the weird thing well the one of the good things is is that it's uncensored so that's a cool thing there's no all the swearing is uncensored Ooh. which makes everything seem a little cooler but apparently you remember the amazing theme song the it's so cringe yeah. but that incredible hotel, theme song hotel hell they lost the rights to it you're kidding it's yeah <laughs> so it's been it's been edited out in all of the episodes, and it was so gutting. Because I knew they got rid of it after like a certain point, but now it's not even in the original episodes that it was that it was that in. Sucks. And I was so gutted to see it, and I was just like, "Damn, you know that <laughs> breaks my heart." That really fucking sucks. That's what made the show like have character. Well, I know the show already had character, but there was so much about it that was so fucking funny. Every episode had, for whatever reason, had to show his ass as he got into the shower. Right, and he would always get into the shower <laughs> before turning it on, and then you're just be like, "Oh, yeah. that's cold." <laughs> oh, I'm in the shower and I haven't turned it on, and it's ice cold. Yeah, dumbass. Right. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. I but. still think about that whenever I go to take a shower. Like sometimes I'll instinctively <laughs> just get in before I do it. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck am I, Gordon Ramsay? <laughs> yeah, literally. And it reminded me of all the. I mean, we we loved the fuck out of that show when it was coming. Oh out. yeah. I'm so sad that it's not on anymore. But I remember. I mean, I I gave you there. You had like a printed out photo of the <laughs> the lady who sang it. Uh, I still have it. Yeah, the share hotel. <laughs> Do you believe? <laughs> She's fucking terrible. So much fun, and I have I, I actually performed at that one, the Mohican Castle, that uh, is now the series finale. Apparently, it wasn't as disgusting as they made it out to be on the show. So he really, you know, I guess he turned it around. Yeah, yeah, I remember <laughs> you telling me that when you did it. After that, all of that, my uh, eventually. So uh, in addition to uh, the literally the day that I took Taylor to the airport for her and Kenley to fly back to Ohio. The same day, my mom, Will, and Allie came to town. Jesus, no. No relaxing. Yeah, literally, no. I spent that whole day cleaning up the house again, getting it reset to, you know, visitor standards. And it was fun. We did a lot of, you know, we did a lot of stuff. But the main thing that I got out of them was some really juicy gossip on really two people. Yeah, one is, you know, uh, one is a member of the family. They're both members of the family, but the... The second one actually does involve someone we went to high school with. So oh, be, uh, I think really I know enticing. who it might be. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So the first story they that they told me that I felt I, instantly, I'm like, I have to tell that story if for no other reason than to have it recorded Preserved. for all time. 
Yeah. Uh, they all went, Karen, Will, and it was Will's birthday, and they went to Vegas, and it was a surprise that Terry and Larry, Will's parents, were going to come to Vegas about like two days into the part into the trip and like surprise them and then spend the rest of the vacation there. Mom held, you know, helped plan it and all that. And it, it went off without a hitch. It was a good surprise, you know, all that stuff. Well, I mean, we've been to Vegas and you know, you've been there. Yeah. You, you, you got to walk. I mean, you got to walk places and or take a taxi. I mean, there's not really that much public transit other than that. Yeah. It, there might be buses, but I mean, really you're either taking a taxi or you're going to walk right. and the strip especially if you're in like where we were at circus circus it's dead it's fucking dead like that guy said there's really i mean the closest hotel since then a new hotel has opened that resorts world that was under construction so there's a closer hotel now and a closer casino but when we stayed there we had to walk like half a damn mile just to get to the next casino to look at Yeah, we had to walk pretty far and it was oh it was so hot obviously because it's the desert yeah but anyway so that's how my mom and will i mean they'll they probably stayed a lot closer i can't remember exactly what hotel they stayed in but they stayed definitely closer to the strip but they like to walk and it's pretty spread out at a certain point and they were about three hotels down from their hotel and terry had to go to the bathroom now despite the gender neutral name terry is a woman right i assume terry is the woman between larry exactly larry is the is the man and terry had to use the bathroom really bad now they tried to help find her a bathroom but they couldn't get to one in time so she went over into the corner (laughs) <laughs> I can't even believe it. She went over into the corner in her black leggings and pissed directly all down her legs. Didn't like squat. She just pissed her pants? Just pissed her pants. Pissed was directly. She drunk? Wasn't wearing underwear. No, I mean, maybe. But like, no. I mean, like. She had to have been drunk. She at least knew. No, because here's the thing. She, she pissed straight down her legs. She didn't like squat, you know what I mean? So it would only come out at one part or anything like that. Right, just pulled on your put on your pants and to squat she didn't pull down her pants she wasn't wearing underwear she just let this piss go all down her legs soaking her under soaking her short or soaking her leggings just soak 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 soak. why is she wearing leggings in the desert because <laughs> i because she's 70 i don't know i don't know so she comes over and they're like well oh god mom you know so sorry you know let's go back to the room and she's like no it's too far and she's like oh well you know at least let us buy you some new leggings so they go into a store and they're looking and they're all like fifty dollars and she's like no she's just sitting there in her pissed leggings yeah literally yeah literally (laughs) literally literally walking around in pissed leggings (laughs) yeah and eventually they did, she's like, no, I don't want you to spend money on that. We'll just, no, it's okay. So she walked around for the rest of the night in those piss-soaked leggings. Ew. And Larry eventually says to my mom and Will, she does this all the time. She pisses her pants <laughs> and just lets it stay? Yes. Yes. You can't piss your pants and just let it drop. No. I mean, you if you piss your pants, you have to go you're, home. Yeah, you're going to get UTI. That is disgusting. I instantly, when they told me that, I mean, they told they were disgusted by it too, but when they told me that, I just, I'm like, I don't even think I can hug her anymore because she might be soaked in piss. Like, I don't I mean, she might be piss soaked. That's fucking gross. 
At first, you're gonna tell me like she just popped a squat and piss, and I'm like, that's not the big of a deal. No, no, that that's what I said. I'm like, why didn't she squat? Like, why didn't she pull her pants? I mean, if anything, anything would have been better than what she pissed in a potted plant. I mean, she soaked her fucking leggings and then walked around in them until they dried. That's disgusting. <laughs> maybe Terry. I mean, ew. maybe Larry has a piss fetish and he just like likes it. Ew. Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> they like get home and he's like, oh, ew. I want to smell them. I want to smell it. Ooh, it's crusty. Ew. Ooh, let oh me make it even God, more no. crusty. Ew, 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 ew. And then she's like, I got more. And she just starts soaking them again. Yeah, I mean, it could ew, be a thing. I mean, it could be. It could be. That's I'm, fucking gross. She's got to get diapers. Like, if she's in <laughs> right, right. she has got to start wearing diapers. I mean, she's, I mean, hey, sorry, if you're 70 yeah. and you can't make it to the bathroom, you need to start wearing There's diapers because no you can't just 70. piss down your legs. That's disgusting. <laughs> I just, I can't believe it. Now, the other thing that they told me uh, has to involve... Kaylee Harkins and her husband, Dylan, Dylan Borders. Borders, you know, of course, who we went to school with. Now, one thing that they told me that absolutely tracks, that just absolutely, as soon as they told me, I knew exactly why. They told me that one of their children, at least either, the, I think the youngest one, they think she's a little slow. Immediately, I was like, oh, well, yeah, yeah Dylan, Dylan Borders yeah, is retired. Yeah, I was like, yeah, well, yeah, Dylan Borders is developmentally disabled. They had no idea. Did you tell them that? Yeah, instantly. I they was like, oh, know? yeah, just Dylan. Yeah, I was like, Dylan Borders is special needs. I mean, he was in special classes growing up. He's high functioning. Yeah. But he's, I mean, he's he is he's developmentally disabled. Yeah, I mean, it's just the fact of the matter. See, like, Dylan Borders, I don't, I wouldn't, like, call him autistic by any means. I think, like, he could get to a certain level. It would just take him longer. Like, I think that's, like, he's, like, the true yeah. definition of, like, a IEP. Yeah, he's kind of more like a Forrest Gump type. Not, except <laughs> he's not that. He's a little much. better than Forrest Gump. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. he always was. Every time you talk to him, he's just like, yeah. Well, yeah, he just is kind of like spaced out. He's just like. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, you can tell he's there's not like, much going yeah. on. I just, the biggest thing that I loved about Dylan Borders was that he had episodes of Family Guy on his iPod Nano, and we would watch them in Mrs. Jensen's class while she was working with other groups <laughs> in show choir. It was amazing. And I would, we especially, and it's probably one of my favorite episodes still to this day, the episode where um, they get two Bryans, even though it's uh, a controversial episode, because that's the uh, episode that starts with the them uh, spoofing Jackass. Uh-huh. He's like, roof, roof shopping cart guys, and they fall off, and he's got this big old fucking neck. Classic episode already, uh, but definitely nostalgic. Anyway, Dylan Borders and Kaylee Harkins started doing a polyamorous open relationship. You're kidding. Well, not polyamorous, but just open relationship uh, with limits. Um, they each have to approve of the person that the other person is sleeping with. Okay. Now... Nobody in the family knew that. Not that I. I mean, I wouldn't tell my family if I started doing that either. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, are they open with this? If I was, if it was something like Bo, like where I'm moving in with this person, and clearly, I mean, we are in a relationship yeah, gotta, with the person. Then yeah, I mean, you tell people. But when it's just like we started having sex with random strangers, that's when it, you know, kind of, kind of becomes an issue. Well, um, so you, you wouldn't, I mean, really, they don't need to tell anybody that, but apparently one day, one of the daughters, the one who's not mentally challenged, I guess, (laughs) was telling Terry or, or, um, or maybe, you know, uh, Kaylee's dad, uh, Steve was telling them that there had been another guy in mommy's bed. 
And so they were like, what? What do you mean? And he's like, yeah, I, I asked Nick what he was doing in my daddy's bed and like all this stuff. And so they started to get suspicious. And one night they went over and for whatever reason, they have a key to their house. Steve lets himself into the house. Dylan is in the bed in the living room, you know, playing video games. Kaylee is, en- meanwhile, in the bedroom having sex with somebody. Like, while Dylan Damn. is just in the living room playing. He is getting cut. Literally. He I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't contain myself when they told me that. I was like, Dylan Borders is an extreme cuckold. I'm like, I can't even believe yeah. that. The problem is he's probably too uh, retarded to, to enjoy it. playing his retardedness. He graduated high school. <laughs> Like he wasn't that. Yeah, dumb. I mean he he works he he works, but I mean it's just I, does he realize that he's being cuckolded or is he just like playing oh, video games? I mean, <laughs> yeah, and apparently so you know he she got pissed That's off. That's kind of hot you know. for Kaylee. Yeah, I know I thought so too. Yeah, he I got pissed so off. Yeah, no, well Steve got pissed off because Why? he's like this is all fucked up. Like we you know you can't do this in front of the kids. You know the kids are starting to be involved with it. Yeah, you know that's I mean, messed up. Now, obviously, I do kind of agree with that part, I guess. Like, if the kids are suddenly being like... I mean, not really, but I see why somebody would think that, but, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with, like, a sex-positive household in that sense. No, just like, no. Oh, well, occasionally, mom will have somebody else over. I mean, right. it, I wouldn't want my kids to be around it, but I... I can understand. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you could if argue you normalize that, it yeah, to your kids, they're just sure. like, oh, some relationships are like that, and you just tell them, like... Look, when you grow up, you don't have to have relationships like this. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it certainly it allows to be you, you could be do it from a more open point of view. But like it, I don't know how you explain it to a child, really. I mean, eventually you could you could do a child. Not really. You can't. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they ended up telling me I can't remember exactly who got who. I think Dylan gave Kaylee Harkins chlamydia gave her the clap because you know they were having you know unprotected sex with people going on to find out that eventually you know as most uh you know i, I don't mean to shame polyamorous relationships because i don't have shame against them you know obviously people can do whatever yeah. they want but in a lot of scenarios where it starts as a as a monogamous couple and then branches out into polyamory it can uh, have negative side effects, and this was one of them. They ended up getting a divorce. Uh, what? Yeah, Kaylee, Kaylee, uh, and Dylan Borders are now. Divorced. It's every man's worst fear when he opens up that bedroom that she's going <laughs> to get dick so good that she just like, nope. Exactly. You well, gotta be really it, confident in your dicking down. Y- yeah, you got. Yeah, you, you really do. do. You gotta especially be like, if somebody comes along with a bigger wiener and knows how to use it better than you do. I mean, you just better shape. You, you set wiener, it up for yourself. More I mean, romance, you set it up for intense passion. Yep. And you know, so here's the other thing that it was really uh, good. Uh, get some good tea. Now, Kaylee and her two children are moving in with Steve and Cat at their house in New Carlisle or Northampton, but. Dylan has already just, at, you know, put up no fight, signed away his parental rights of his children. What? And wants nothing to do with them, basically. You're kidding! Now, I mean, he might still get visitation and stuff like that, but just for the sake of, just for the sake of being simple, he just signed him right over to Kaylee. I mean, that's what she wanted. He didn't, like, okay. I mean, he didn't want to take care of it, you know what I mean? So he just okay. signed him right on over to her. Damn. I mean, truly, I mean... 
why i mean kaylee must be a little slow too if she's like with somebody who's slow yeah i mean she's definitely smart she's definitely above dylan she's definitely smarter than but dylan why would somebody want to be with somebody who's like deserves somebody a little more uh with it <laughs> yeah it's just like a thing like my cousin jay like the mother of his child dylan borders level like yeah. if not below <laughs> It's just like some people just want to be with. Some people just want to be with someone who's slower than them, I guess. I guess. I feel like that's like a power thing, though. Because I feel like if I were with somebody that simple, I can manipulate the fuck yeah, out of literally. them. Literally. I could make them do my bidding. <laughs> Not that I would want to. But you could, and that's where it becomes But I could, yeah, and I probably would, like, subconsciously. Right. You just subtly manipulate them to do what you want. Right. And they're too stupid to catch on. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I was pretty shocked by that. So, you know, Dylan Borders uh, can, you know, bond with Brittany Porter at our 10-year high school <laughs> reunion. <laughs> oh, eh, eh, and Brie uh, Reagan. Uh, yeah, okay, I guess. Yeah, she did technically kind of announce it. So, you know, I guess we'll... Brie Reagan can also commiserate about her divorce sorry folks if you were rooting for the colemans <laughs> if, you, if you put a bet on the colemans uh yeah unfortunately the bet has been called yeah but brie's doing good so she, oh yeah, I yeah. Think don't worry fine. about brie but that is why she's no longer here <laughs> that is what i mean that in multiple reasons is for, explains her extended yeah absence. i mean at this point she could be on but that's what started the hiatus right, right, right. this has been a rich gravy i know a lot of cream I guess that's what would make a something rich, right? I mean, something creamy. I don't know. I don't know what would make something rich. It's like you you know it when you come happens. across it, but you just don't know how to describe it. Yeah. Like I know how I know what a rich thing tastes. A lot like, of like the the high protein foods I've been eating have been very rich. I don't know if it's like mm. a side effect of it. Oh yeah, that could be like your taste your taste buds are changing and they're like, oh, that's so rich. <laughs> no, no, I mean like a. Like protein is what makes something rich. Oh, I see. I don't know. I see. Dolly Parton, everybody. Fucking queen. Queen. People on RuPaul's Drag Race love Dolly Parton for some reason. I don't really have that big of a an opinion of her, to be honest with you. I don't really either. I mean, I watched a movie about her once. Folks, at this time, be 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 warned that you should go to Motaf's YouTube channel in the description to follow along with our sudden presentation. Uh, now, this doesn't actually have anything to do with Dolly Parton, but have you seen the uh, the AI Dolly images that have been going around? Yeah, yeah. Huge meme right now. You know, huge, huge. Shiba uh, wearing a like French Shiba. This is a certain, certainly an on on topic, uh, <laughs> on trend uh, thing to discuss so to speak uh it's a you know for those uninitiated it's a you know an artificial intelligence program that was created um and basically there are multiple versions of it there are you know expensive versions of it that you have to pay to use uh and official versions but there's also you know the 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 free uh mini version that's kind of what's been going the most viral recently um and it's called dolly which is actually they uh it's a portmanteau between Wally, the the movie Wally, and Salvador Dali, uh, which I thought was interesting. It's pretty clever. The original program was uh, released in 2021, and then uh, Dali Two came out in 2022, and that's the one uh, that is supposed to be able to create photorealistic images based on text, um, which is you know pretty impressive to be honest with you and actually this is uh, an image created by dolly to the uh sheba wearing a beret 
Uh, and it is pretty photorealistic, uh, but that's from the, one of the paid uh, programs. Now, uh, like I said, the Dolly 2 free version, uh, the Dolly Mini, uh, has really gone viral. And uh, before we get to our game, there's two uh, different topics that uh, have come up in relation to Dolly. Um, and Alan Resnick is the first. Now, you remember Alan Resnick because oh, he yeah. became really obsessed sort of with his bizarre films that he made. Experimental creator, yeah. Very experimental creations. Uh, the one that is perhaps the most famous is This House Has People in It because that was the one on Adult Swim. He's done a few more since then, but I, I really love the content on his YouTube channel, uh, some of the just absolutely bizarre films that he's made. Uh, but he's also uh, known as a digital artist. He's he's done a lot of like 3D digital art in the past, and he's upset by this new uh, AI. Uh, but it, you know he's also intrigued by it because you know every 3D artist has to use some sort of generating software. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but whether you want it to be AI or not uh, is the question. And of course, this is one of his actual drawings there, just for reference. Um, now these are Alan Resnick's. 3D generated art. Now this is like what would be directly competing with <laughs> the AI. And you can kind of see, you know, the Yeah, it's like it's like he before this came out, he like tapped into this to this weird sort of like in between state of like what's real almost. Yeah, exactly. It's very, very surreal. Abstract. Yeah, surreal. Very surreal and very abstract. I mean, it doesn't. These images don't even really mean anything when yeah, you look at I them. Yeah, I can't even like, really what tell what they does are. That even mean? Yeah, what does that even mean? But the only thing you can say for certain is that they are certainly three D generated images. You know, yeah. they're certainly graphic. Uh, you know, computer generated images. Now, uh, this is a tweet thread that Alan has put out. He's been tweeting about this for months, and he's actually the person that introduced me to the meme, so to speak. He was the first person that I saw talking about this. And he says, every image in this thread was entirely created by the AI called Dolly 2. Now, he actually has paid for the actual software. This is not the free version. Um, from simple text prompts. And he's been using it for a day, and he feels that it is truly insane. So this image here was created by Dolly. Um, just two weird figurines <laughs> shaking hands, you know. Uh-huh. It's a really, I really like it, honestly. It's, you know, it's a... It's a nice it's a, photograph. It's a, yeah, it's a pleasing image that it looks like somebody just took an image he says i knew this is where general intelligence ai tech was going but i was surprised by how quickly we got here these kinds of tools are as important and transformative as the invention of the camera movies the internet this i love this little light i don't know what this is but i would love to own if, if this was a nightlight i would love to have this I'd yeah i'd love that i love the fact that it looks like a bird's mask you know it looks like a little mask potentially uh -huh. But that's just a pleasing image. Yeah, it really <laughs> I want is. that. I want, you know, get some AIs making that stuff now. <laughs> uh, as an artist, I find it equal parts energizing and discouraging. It feels like a superpower to quickly iterate on an idea and use it as inspiration. But it also feels like, why bother making things if this can poop out a hundred amazing versions of an idea instantly? You know, all this stuff is just like generated from text, you know, and how the f i mean it would take a, a digital artist a while to generate these figures and you know make that look like clay or whatever the hell it's trying to look like and make the make the figurines and uh, all this stuff and and generate the field of depth and the shadows and the ai is doing it just in like a couple minutes i don't know how the fuck this ai is doing this 
It's crazy. It's yeah, it's fucking crazy, dude. He says, when I used to make more digital 3D art, people would always ask me what software I used in a way that felt dismissive. I would always say it didn't matter and that all 3D software essentially does the same thing. It just came down to my idea and my aesthetic. The prompt here was something like new hand in a plastic bag. Totally Alan Resnick's aesthetic. And it comes up <laughs> yeah. in the, literally in a split second. I mean, maybe it takes a little longer than that. but New hand. <laughs> new, <laughs> new hand in a plastic bag. Only Alan Resnick uh, is, is typing that into his dolly. Uh, still wrapping my head around the implication of this, but I can say it's made it hard for me to do or think about anything else. I mean, that looks like a photo of a person being hit in the head with a balloon. Yeah, but absolutely. But that is all completely fucking AI generated. I mean, Alan Resnick's out of a job. With AI's general, with general AI's ability to understand and create language, how long before you can just type in a vague pitch for a movie and it fully creates it from scratch? Or a video game? To clarify, I'm completely in love with the technology and I'm excited to use it as an artist. I wasn't saying it will replace human artists, only that many corporations won't see the value in human artists when given a faster and cheaper alternative. And I think that's like what's the scariest thing about AI in general is, I mean, yes, it is eventually going to replace us in so many ways. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so much cheaper. Yeah, I just they had like a thing at work. Um, They have like this little like bulletin board of like news on like the homepage. And apparently Amazon has just released an AI service that is meant to be like a, a helper with code. It will literally, you just tell it what you oh. want it to do and it'll generate the code for you. Oh. And I'm like, Oops. that's putting me out of a job. Right. Which like was supposed to be like not possible. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my God. It's like I, it's like 10 years ago when I was in like just started college. Like mm-hmm. I was laughing at people being like, "Oh, this is gonna happen." I can't believe because it was it, its infancy, like machine learning right. and the neural networks was like it was like such a new field. Within ten years, it's already gotten to this level. It's fucking insane. It is. It's it's unsettling. And like, have you seen? I haven't read much into it, but I know I saw that uh, one of the lead people working on at, Google's at Google, AI yeah, they resigned. Think it's sentient. Yeah, that's scary. Very I mean, well could be. That's what, ugh, I don't like that. And, uh, you know, who knows what the implications of all that are. But it's certainly, it looks like Alan Resnick's going to be out of a job pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so this is just a selection of some of the images that Alan has created using Dolly. Uh, just some of the ones that I thought were, were you know, pleasing to look at. He said the prompt for this was, new businessman what's with the thing around why is it like outline his jaw i guess that must be what's new i don't know like maybe it's like well (laughs) new businessman yeah (laughs) gross looks like the head of a bobblehead yeah or like a light bulb that looks like a head for some or like i guess the head of a puppet but it doesn't have a mouth maybe a marionette a little action figure (laughs) this was also from the the businessman oh that's very aesthetically pleasing yeah, I mean, that's like, people People would kill for this kind of graphic design for their ad. I mean, I don't know what this would be. This would be like an ad for a perfume or something stupid like that. But, like, they would kill for this kind of graphic design. I mean, and, and it was just created by fucking AI just like that. Sorry, Alan. Uh, and then Krungus is the other thing that's kind of come up with this uh, this Dolly uh, this Dolly meme. So, uh, you know, you can type anything into it. 
And uh, comedian Guy Kelly was uh, typing uh, using Dolly Mini, and he says, quote, I was laying in bed at 2 or 3 a.m., and I thought, ooh, I should come up with some name that sounds like a monster to me and see if the AI agrees with me. So he types in Krungus, and uh, now the internet thinks that he has created a new cryptid. Oh, shit. Or discovered a new cryptid. Oh, fuck. Uh, <clears throat> when he types in Krungus, this is what Dolly created. Very cryptid looking. <laughs> very feral, very demonic. <laughs> yeah. Very creepy. Definitely could be in any horror movie. Um, and obviously after that, people started running with it. So one person's like, well, it's not a fluke, because then somebody else used Krungus as a generator and got very similar images. Weird. Same kind of fur, same kind of body structure, teeth, eyes, you know, very similar features as if it was a real thing but krungus uh does not uh, exist uh, the only thing that comes up when you google krungus besides this krungus is uh the crud uh, a mixture of the words crud and fungus is krungus from urban dictionary <laughs> but no demon that is already known even when you type in cre- cute that's weird it still comes up with very it's almost like a fox in these uh in these settings um, but it still kind of ha- maintains the similar demonic uh, features there uh, with the red eyes and you know it just it just it's that is what Krungus looks like for some reason. Future Krungus, uh, Krungus in the future, he's got some more uh, like armor. <laughs> Krungus has learned how to make armor in the future is what uh, Dolly thinks, but still, it's still this feral like it's like some sort of demonic beast. Yeah, literally, exactly. How does it know that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how this shit works. Like, outside... They just say, yeah, you type it in and it makes it... I'm like, I, but how? <laughs> but how? I have no clue. So then, this person went above and beyond and went to another service called Playground, which generates AI text, and it told it to write about Krungus. It didn't give it any information. It just said... Right about Krungus. This is interesting. You know, AI, AI text is, like, really advanced right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I had this game on my phone called AI Dungeon, and you can pay to use GPT-3, which I think is what Dolly is running on, the AI engine. Yeah. And you basically just, like, you can, like, play it out like a story. It's like kind of like a create-your-own-story sort of deal, and I would use it. Oh. It was so good, dude. Like, that I got the paid version of it for, like, $5. It was so... I would, dude, I would use it as, like, glorified porn. I would, <laughs> it would, dude, it would come back and it would like know exactly what I wanted. And it's like, it had characters that like, you could let it control any character that you create. You get like, you can give it a huge description of what the character is, their motives, like just in plain English and it'll know it and like retain it. And then the character will act that way. You can give it no information. It'll like, kind of fill in the details, like as it sees fit. Wow. It's really weird. That is weird. And I've seen, like, where people will, you know, supposedly, you know, train, like, show an AI every episode of The Office and then make it write an Office sketch. I never read those because I always think they're cringe and fake to begin with, you know what I mean? No, those are real as fuck. Like, there was one I actually saw the other day where it was, like, they trained it to do a 4chan green text, and it was honestly fucking hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'll pull it up so I can, I can read it after. So somebody did that. The story about Krungus. Yes. And here's what it came up with. Once upon a time, there was a creature called Krungus. 
Krungus was a very strange creature indeed. It had a long nose and a big mouth. It was also very hairy. Krungus lived in a dark, and that's where the screenshot ended, but it continues. Krungus is a powerful creature that can be summoned by using a specific ritual. The ritual requires a willing participant who must offer their blood to the creature. Once summoned, Krungus will serve the summoner and obey their commands. However, the creature is also very chaotic and unpredictable, so it's not always reliable. This is very interesting. That's pretty generic, like, demon stuff to say, but it is creepy, because Krungus isn't fucking real. I mean, <laughs> Krungus isn't real. This really gets into implications from... I'm, I'm involved in these very, f- very fringe communities of, like, um, I guess they're called cyberdelonauts, people who use technology for occult purposes and rituals. Mm. So Krungus is, like, right up their alley. <laughs> oh, shit. They're gonna... Krung- something's happening, maybe. <laughs> They're summoning maybe. Krungus to the Earth. You know, there are some people that are like, what if unknowingly AI has discovered an actual like cryptid that's from another universe? I think the f- I think it's like actively like creating it. Like we are feeding it, and that's what's right. creating it. Yeah, it, I, exactly. Like the more people type in Krungus, it's like, oh, well, this must be a thing. It's and like creating it lore for like. it. Yeah, yeah it's right, so interesting. Exactly. Uh, so it got on. People have started doing all kinds of different variations. Krungus Netflix special. <laughs> and he's uh, just, it looks like every Netflix special. It's fucking absolutely <laughs> perfect. It even looks like they morphed him with Dave Chappelle in the second one, the second row on the left. Yeah. It looks like he's morphed with Dave Chappelle there. But it's nice to see Krungus in a more uh, positive light. You know, I'd love to see Krungus yeah, as a comedian stand up, you know, yeah. instead of something scary. So then somebody said, well, what if it's just because they're looking at Krampus? But when you type in Krampus, I mean, it pulls up something completely different that actually does look like Krampus. Yeah, that's that's not Krampus. I mean, that's not Krungus. That's Krampus. Exactly. So Krungus and Krampus are... It's, it knows what Krampus is. Exactly. But it, so it, it, it knows what Krampus is and it knows that it is not Krungus. Now... Somebody else started doing some other research and other uh, ex- and other tries, and they started changing the uh, consonant at the beginning and got a lot of s- interesting results. So here's Rarungus. Rarungus. Interesting. Now, see, it also kind of comes up with a kind of a demon, so to speak, or like a yeah. creature, you know. Here is Eungus. <laughs> looks a lot like looks a lot like Krungus, honestly. Kind of, kind of looks like he could be like his dad. Yeah, exactly. Youngest could be Krungus's father for sure, or like grandfather even. Yeah, He's look at his white long beard. white beard in the bottom one. Right, Qrungus, uh, which honestly is very alien, and it kind of looks like a kind of looks like Groot. In some of them, you know, I like I like Qrungus. Yeah, I do too. He's 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 a good one. He seems like he kind of looks like a gremlin too. I mean, he's but you see, I mean, even Wungus. Wungus has, you know, kind of... They're all these, like, creepy, you know, kind of cryptid-like creatures. Yeah. So, it seems like... Like, Ungus is the... Ungus, yeah, exactly. Just, Ungus is the uh, is the trigger there for these these beings. But I do kind of like to believe that Krungus may be out there, you know? I mean, that's a cooler... <laughs> well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, we can really look back on this as a species and be like, well, one of the first sort of things that AI came up with was Krungus. Yeah, exactly, right. Like, or we discover the AI had, like, came up with. Right. It's weird that that would be one of its first discoveries. Look at the top left image in there. Doesn't that look like it would be, like, on a Spongle album cover? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It does. It does look like that. It also looks like kind of like a blobfish. It kind of reminds <laughs> me of that, of that, the grandma from Squidbillies. 
<laughs> yeah, totally. Especially because she's like holding on to her walker. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That's fucking perfect. Perfect. And also, I, at first I thought you were going to say the old lady that's like, chocolate. Kinda. Chocolate. Because <laughs> uh, she's all shriveled up, at least. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess, you know, I guess that explains it. You know, Ungus will just give you a cryptid, I guess. Long live Krungus, says Dolly. Yeah, I didn't know how to end the Krungus segment. <laughs> but now, into our game. What Dolly gonna do? Now, uh, you know, we've been hard up for games ever since we lost Brianna Nicole Reagan. May she rest mm-hmm. in peace. I would love to do another edition of Is It? And I think, you know, you could do a solo game of Is It? You know, I could certainly make one and we could do it. You know, it would be just as fun. But I like the competition aspect of it, especially of Is It? Because, you know, we've sort of already started making the rules, so to speak. And it, it definitely is a two-person game. But, you know, could g- g- Back in the day when Good Mythical Morning did anything other than eat, they would play some solo games. You know, Rhett would host a game and Link would play it and vice versa. And I always enjoyed those. Uh, And that's essentially what we're going to be doing today. (laughs) Uh, With no other competitor, Mr. Quillen, you'll be competing against yourself. I hope I win. And maybe now that you've had a a great, uh, you know, initiation to Dolly and, hell, even Krungus, maybe you'll... Maybe you'll do better than you had going in. Who knows? Um, So this is how it'll work. Each time there will be a point value uh, given, and uh, it'll be covered up. But so this one, the uh, obviously the prompt is goofy at the 2021 United States Capitol attack. Now for each prompt that comes up, you'll have a point total. For, that varies up to four points for each sort of thing that is suggested. So for this one, for the three points, uh, is this considered a successful image? Yes, I mean, uh, yes, it is. Uh, is there an is there a person in the image who is definitely recognizable as Goofy? Yes. And is this recognizably? the insurrection yeah i would definitely it definitely is so overall it's a success Uh now some of these one of the issues you know one thing might be well it could be not a success because it got goofy but goofy's at disney world he's not at the he's not at the insurrection that's not a success so to speak you know so dolly he makes she makes some mistakes from time to time and i've got some mistakes uh, in here as well so each time think of each uh, item individually because each thing could be uh, considered separately. All right, so our first prompt, question one, Wally in a field. Uh, so the first, uh, the image of Dolly is the is for success. Dolly, did Dolly do it? Wally in a field. Did Dolly do it? What do you think Dolly's going to do with Wally in a field? I think he'll absolutely put Wally in a field. Maybe like a big meadows. <laughs> um, maybe like the Windows XP background. Oh yeah, that would be nice. So you think it's going to be a success? Yeah. And the, and he'll definitely have Wally and definitely a field. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Yep. That is correct. You have earned three points, my brother. Hell yeah. (laughs) Question two. Uh, And some of these were generated by me, and some of these uh, were found online. It seems like one generated by you. This is is actually... Actually, I uh, generated the Wally one. I did not generate this one. This is Angela Merkel feeding Kermit the Frog with grapes. So for four points, did Dolly do it? No. 
I think Angela Merkel and Kermit the Frog are going to be joined in some sort of way. <laughs> okay. Um, but I, I don't think it would successfully do this. I feel like it's going to be some sort of weird mismatch. <laughs> You're probably right. I think they'll be I think they'll be rendered, and you could probably make them out. But I think that okay. there'll be some sort of weird hodgepodge. Okay, I'll say I'll give it a success point. Then I'll say we'll say that that you think they're going to be recognizable at least somewhat. Yeah. Now, what about the grapes? There might be grapes present, but it's definitely not going to be feeding Angela Merkel. Locking in a no. No on the grapes. Okay. Let's see what Dolly did. Dolly got it. Dolly There's got no all four way. points the there. Fuck? Look at that. That is, I mean, it's an ugly Angela Merkel, but that's Angela. And that's Kermit. I mean, that's she definitely Kermit. <laughs> I know. She's definitely giving him grapes, though. Yeah. Honestly, like, she's really, in some of them, like, it's this top middle, honestly, the whole top row is Disturbing. really, I mean, she is feeding him grapes. Yeah. So let's see here. This was incorrect. This was incorrect. So you earned two points for Angela and for Kermit. Okay. Bringing your total to five points. Well, I'm underestimating the AI. Let's see. As we move into question three, Frankenberry taking a poop. <laughs> what did Dolly do? I don't think Dolly's going to show him like explicitly like poop coming out of his asshole. Mm-hmm. Like he might be like I think Frankenberry's going to be in it. He might be like leaning down to pick up some shit. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, both of them. So you think yes on both? Yeah. Okay, let's see. Check on all three. Let's see. Ah. It's actually a complete failure. Disappointing. I know. Zero out of three on that one. I was really shocked. Apparently, this is one that I generated, apparently it doesn't know what Frankenberry is. Yeah, that's I weird. really thought it would at least get Frankenberry in one of the shots, but it definitely combined shits and berry. I mean, so... Yeah. But still, that is a f- that's definitely a failure, because that is not Frankenberry taking a poop. Can you call it a failure even though there is shit? Well, it, I do call it a failure because it's not Frankenberry taking a poop. True. It's just you know? shit with berries. Exactly. So, and just it's a just, dog in the yeah. bottom right. If you were looking, literally, or just a fucked up toilet in the bottom, if you were looking for a photo of Frankenberry taking a poop, you wouldn't stop on any of these. No, you wouldn't, know. I wanted to see his little pink asshole, you know, <laughs> putting, putting little, it'd be really funny to see him shitting out the Frankenberry cereal, you know what I mean? Like, if the AI was really thinking about it, but yeah. clearly, it doesn't know what Frankenberry is. It didn't even get the cereal. Or the character itself. I mean, damn. Yeah, that's weird. To RJ's point, there should have been a point awarded for shit. The AI did correctly generate feces, and since RJ guessed that the AI would correctly generate feces, one point has been awarded to RJ's total. Question number four. Cher eating a meatball sub for three points. Oh, it's definitely got this one. 100% (laughs) success. Let's see, all the way down the line. Cher eating a meatball sub. Show me Cher eating a meatball sub! (laughs) Bing, bing, bing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes, three points. Uh, That is... Oh, my God, the top left. That is fucking so (laughs) disturbing. (laughs) And her eyes are scary. Her eyes are so scary. The way it it manipulates their faces is so fucked. (laughs) I know. I know. Like, to make her mouth open like that, like, the way they had to, like, push her face up. Ooh. <laughs> I know. It's really freaky. But, you know, in the middle row on the far right, that one kind of looks like it could be a photo from, like, 
an old tour album that like has just been messed up a little bit. I mean, but like yeah. you know, share backstage eating a meatball sub. I mean, that's right. It's it's a little scary. It's even got her in some blonde hair sometimes, so it knows that share is not always <laughs> a black haired beauty. Um, so let's see. We got five, six, seven, eight points for the young man. I, there's no prize, so it's just like I guess right. seeing how many points you get. Uh, next up. Thomas the Tank Engine Burrito for three points. Huh. What did Dolly do? It's like it didn't know what Frankenberry was. Thomas the Tank Engine is, I want to say, a little more popular than Frankenberry. I think it's got this one, too. That burrito looks so good. I'm so hungry. (laughs) That burrito does sound really good. And honestly, that one honestly does look good. Just the plain PNG of some burrito. (laughs) Looks so fucking good. Oh, my God. So you think three for three, it got all three points. Yeah. All right, let's see. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) It's a tank engine burrito. Now, some of them look like almost like they're sushi. But it definitely, like, some of them give me, like, especially the top, you know, or some of them, the one in the uh, top left definitely kind of looks like it was sushi wrapped in a tortilla for some reason. But. Yeah, the tortillas kind of look like pepper jack cheese. Yeah, they do. <laughs> They're not good tortillas, that's for sure. It does not bode well for that establishment. Yeah, the, the one in the very center looks like the best tortilla. You're right. Yeah, it does. Thomas the Tank Engine Burrito, it now exists up to 11 points. Question number six, Minion's birthday party. Hmm. What did Dolly do? Now, the question I think is, is that what it, no, like, Minion. Yeah, I think it has this one in the bag. Absolutely. Because it's like, either way, either it's going to be Minion's celebrating a birthday, or it's going to be a birthday themed to Minion's. Exactly. It seems like it should nail that, especially with as popular as Minion's are. If it doesn't, I'll be shocked. For three points... A Minion's birthday oh, party. Oh, hell yeah. Three more points. I like that. We're up to 14 points. Doing well, I would say. And all of these decorations, especially like some of these cakes, I mean, they're all a little scary. Like, it kind of looks like the Minions are off-brand. But hey, I mean, that's kind of perfect. Yeah, but I like the off-brand Minions. Yeah, exactly. I'd go to all these parties, and some of them look like they're even taking place in the same damn room. It's like multiple photos of the same party that didn't happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> Question number seven, nine eleven, but Legos. No, it does. No, no, you don't think it got any any. No, this is going to be a complete disaster. <laughs> In fact, it is a complete disaster because uh, you know it does kind of it it, it it approximates like you know one World Trade Center, but none of these look like nine eleven. I guess kind of the middle left, sort of. But none of these scream 9-11. Like, this is obviously New York. What are these What are these beacons of light in all of them? I think that's, like, supposed to be One World Trade Center, you know? Because it kind of has, like, the... I think it has a beacon. Does it? It does. Or at least it's a big, tall, white line like that. You know what I mean? It kind of approximates the shape of it, so to speak. It is kind of creepy because it's like a ghost. It's like ghostly visions of the towers. But that, yeah, actually you got all three points there again. So uh, 17 points. (laughs) Going up by threes, brother. Oh, yeah. Let's see here. uh, As we go to question eight. for Our first four point, our next four (laughs) pointer, not our first... Uh, this is Jeff Probst finding a hidden immunity idol. No. On Survivor. No. Now, 
this has multiple steps, so go through each one here and let me know what you it think. It might have, it might have, Je- it might have Jeff, but it's not gonna have him finding it. It's, I don't even think it's gonna have a hidden immunity idol. No hidden immunity idol. What do you think it will be discernible that he's on Survivor? No. Okay, so that would definitely be a not success. Let's see here. Yeah, he is on Survivor. He is definitely on Survivor. Uh, he did not find a hidden immunity idol, so you got a point for that. And it was not a success. You got a point for that. And they did get Jeff Probst. So you got three out of four. Not bad. Yeah, I guess I should have known that they would have had like images of him already on Survivor. Like That's where all the images come from. And honestly, of all the faces that we've seen so far, his is like, especially in that top middle, that's Jeff Probst. I mean, it's a little <laughs> fucked up, but not as much yeah, as some I mean... of the other ones. I mean... <laughs> It's not as bad as... Uh, Cher's face was a lot worse than that. Yeah, yeah, And for sure. Angela Merkel's was worse than that. So for some reason, it really knows what Jeff Probst looks like. <laughs> this one has my stink all over it. Another four-point The last here. one did, too. Yeah, I did that one, too. Uh, Barack Obama waving a flag of his birth certificate. What is Dolly gonna do? I think it's going to get Barack. I think it's going to get the flag. And I really want to I really want to believe that the flag will be at least a birth certificate. You think there will at least be a birth certificate somewhere. Yeah. Now I so think you think that would be a success. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's see. I hope it is. For 4 points, let's see. Nope. All right. No on the certificate. It is not a success only because there's no birth certificate. But you still get two points, so, I mean, that's still pretty good there. They even got him waving a flag. This was actually the first one I did, and I'm like, Barack Obama waving a flag of his birth certificate would be fucking hilarious on a shirt. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Like, dude, that the, like that would be perfect, too, for, like, the, the shirts we want to generate. If, like, once that's, this gets better, we get access to Dolly, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, We're going to yeah, have so many custom shirts. That. Any idea that pops into my mind, I'm having oh, an yeah. AI generate it. That's immediately <laughs> on a t-shirt. And, yep, and have it printed on a t-shirt. So let's see. On our last question here, for three points, final question. Court sketch of Godzilla on trial. What did Dolly do? I think it'll do this one. This seems like it's up its alley. Yeah, it does seem pretty simple, especially after the Barack Obama one. I think I think it's got this. I mean, Godzilla's a fake creature. It could easily plant it inside like a court sketch. Like it should know what a court oh, yeah. sketch is. Yeah, for sure. Let's see as we close it out. Bing bing. There bing. it is. That looks great. I love oh, that. Yeah. It really turned out well. I love all the different versions of Godzilla they got too. Let's see here. Three, five, eight. 11, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 points. Nice. RJ's final score was actually 26 out of 33. I would say that means you know enough about AI. <laughs> I mean, I would say that's a, uh, I would say. If that's that, how you're judging my knowledge of AI, sure. Yeah, for sure. You, <laughs> you were able to uh, play along with Dolly, <laughs> for sure. Uh, and that was... What's Dolly gonna do? You know, it was a it was a fun little game, I would say. Yeah. Well, what What did you think of Dolly? What's Dolly gonna do? No, I thought it was fun as fuck. I th- I think it'd be cool if we could generate if we could come up with a game where like we both generate images. 
but I don't oh, know yeah. what the game would be, but like, you know, we both come up with something like that. It would be fun. It would indeed be fun, and I'm really looking forward to the t-shirt ideas uh, that we had as well. That's going to be a really Oh, yeah, fun. oh, yeah. When they actually do, and especially with, you know, auto, you know AI-generated <laughs> images, like, it's going to uh-huh. be fucking perfect. Uh, check out our merch store. <laughs> Linked below, folks. It's not, but maybe one day. Uh, but until next time, folks, keep your eye on AI because it's coming for our jobs. Uh, make sure that you petition for universal basic income. Let's stop working. <laughs> let's stop working and let's make the AIs do it, folks. Come on. I mean, they're going to replace Alan Resnick's job. They're going to replace RJ's job. I mean, come on. We, we got to do something. What are we going to do? It's coming. We're going to live on welfare, folks. Until then, stay moat. <laughs> MMM piss on me.